0: welcome back everyone this is week 12 of i want to know the christian podcast that answers questions that are facing today's believer every week uh we pick a question that we feel we're led to by the lord and we do our best to through bible based uh teaching to answer that question for you and we then we look to our community but their responses because they're just as wise if not wiser in the ways of the Lord as we are. All right, how are you doing today, Pastor Glenda? I'm doing fine. How about you, Misty? I'm doing just fine. Let's before we even talk about the topic, let's just go ahead and get right into prayer. Dear Lord, we know that you hear us today. We know that you're with us and that your love endures forever. And we just thank you for this opportunity, God, to reach out and touch your people. Lord, we just ask you to move over their hearts right now. Open their eyes, Lord, and their ears, and help them with their understanding, Lord, so that they can receive deliverance.
1: Yes, and have a
0: closer walk with you, Lord, and experience real victory in their lives. Yes. We just we just love them, Lord, and we know that you love them more. So, God, just move in the in the lives of anyone within the sound of my voice right now. Yes, Jesus, in Jesus' name, Amen. Today, we're answering the question: Is this the end times? Now, there is a popular question, isn't it? Oh, it sure is right now. <laughs> uh, I think that's on the lips of almost every believer, because I don't know about you, but most believers I've spoken to. There's a feeling.
1: Well, even the unbelievers know. And
0: there's a heaviness. There's an anticipation yes. in the spirit that, like you said, even the unbelievers can sense. You know, Mr. I was talking to a lady uh,
1: in the grocery store yesterday, and she was, she was just troubled. And I thought, you know, Lord, I, I'm here. I, I need to say something to help this woman or show her something. And I said, I don't believe this is not a coincidence, because I don't go to this grocery store. I said, I'd never come back to this one. But I was closest to it, so I ran in to grab a few things, and there I ran into this woman. And she's uh, so troubled. She's saying, I don't even want to watch the news anymore. She said, I just can't even watch it. And I thought, you know, Lord, here's my opening. Well, then, let me hand you one of these cards, and you start listening to this podcast that my daughter and I are doing. About the end times and what's going on now, because people like you want to know. Mm-hmm. And you need to know.
0: Amen? Amen. You know, the, the word says that we are not to be unaware. Yes. That we are not supposed to be deceived. That means that we're not supposed to be oblivious to what's going on. Right. Because he says, be careful that no one misleads you, deceives
1: you. Three times he makes that clear in the Word of God mm-hmm. for this time, for this end times.
0: Well, and the problem is you have two groups of Christians, it seems like, right now. You have the kind that are so afraid to speak about this that they, you never hear about it mm-hmm. in church. Mm-hmm. And then you have the kind that go the opposite way completely, and everything is a prophetic sign. You know, they're just to the extreme. And people find it hard to find where that balance is, yeah. you know, where the truth is. Yes. There
1: you and, said it. Uh, where the truth and is. So
0: I prefer to take a balanced approach. I'm not gonna sit here and claim that everything is is a prophetic sign. Certainly certain some things appear prophetic, but ultimately I encourage everybody to go and do your own research. Pray about it. Ask God for your own understanding. Yes. Don't take anything that Glenda and I say as the gospel. We're just here to entice you to go further, not just give you an absolute. I'll, I'll give you an example about signs that are going on right now of the end times. A lot of Christians are very concerned about what's going on over in Ukraine. With the whole war with Russia. And some of the media or other non-believers will come out and say, oh, the Christians are declaring it's the end of the, this this is the end times because there's a a war or a rumor of a war. That's not what's really relevant about the issue with Ukraine and Russia. Uh, We know from the Bible about Gog and Magog. And many... Bible scholars believe, and I have a tendency to agree with them, and normally I'm not on the same side as Bible scholars, but in this situation, I agree that it looks very much like Russia is Magog. So the fact that Russia is moving, and it's becoming very aggressive, yes, and there's uncertainty <clears throat> whether or not they will stop with the Ukraine, because we know that... That in the Bible it says that uh, an enemy from the north will eventually attack Israel. Right. And that's the, the war of Gog and Magog.
1: And Russia certainly from the north.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, the Bible yeah. says <clears throat> Israel will be scattered and then it will be regathered and into her land and they will become a nation. So that we know, on May the fourteenth, nineteen forty-eight, Israel became officially a, a nation, nation. Yes, that is a mark on the prophetic clock. Yes, so to speak. So the next mark on the prophetic clock is, or you know, in in that particular part of the Bible, is the war of, of God and Magog. Mm-hmm. So that's why we as Christians are keeping a very close eye on what's going on with Russia. That's just an example of how a lack of understanding. I mean, rumors of wars have been going on for, wars and rumors of wars have been going on for ages.
1: Well, nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines. There will be earthquakes. Yes, there have been earthquakes going on, but... I can honestly say in my time, I've never seen the likes of earthquakes earthquakes that are happening now. And famine, whew, it's been around before, but I've not seen famine like it is right now. Almost the earth, the whole world is covered in some way or another with famine going on.
0: Well, anybody that's paying any attention at all knows that, I mean... Even Joe Biden himself came out at one point and said that, there was, that he anticipated famine. Mm-hmm. Uh, many countries are already beginning to experience it. We have lots of supply issues with food in the United right. States. Um, there's a good probability this time next year there may be a very limited food supply. We don't know that for certain, but you can look at the circumstances that are going on in the world and you can see famine. As a matter of fact, about that chapter that you're reading out of Matthew 24 also refers to pestilence. Yes. And I saw an article not long ago that said war and pestilence, what's next? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we went through the COVID thing, which I don't really see as the final pestilence by any stretch of the imagination. No. That was minor compared to the pestilence that's coming in, according to the word of God. But if you want to know what what more is coming, open Math You know, go to Matthew twenty four. Just for a starter.
1: That's just a starter. You said it right. That's just a starter of what's coming, and uh, birth pains are going to get worse and worse.
0: Anybody that knows anything about birth knows <laughs> that when you've had that first initial contraction, you may think to yourself, "Was that just a cramp, or was that?" labor you don't really but as you go on and those contractions become closer and closer and closer and so what happens is is as we start going through these things we'll be going into another issue before the last one's completely
1: right he says in matthew 8 all of this is the beginning of the early pains of birth pains i mean we
0: were just barely finishing up with covid when the war broke out yeah and, then, and now we've got famine, you know, th- the threat of famine going on. And COVID started up again. At the beginning of the book of Revelation, it says that these things will happen quickly. It doesn't mean that it will happen quickly when, from the time he was writing it. It means once it starts to happen, they will happen quickly. Yes. In quick succession. Yes. And it will just pick up speed and pick up speed and pick up well, speed. Well, here's the thing. you got to get ready, Misty. Mm-hmm. You've got to be prepared for this. It's like birth pangs. The the further we go along, the further the, the labor advances, the faster these terrible things will start to happen. If you're a person that doesn't want to believe that we're in the end times, then do some research on your own. Compare the Word of God, and not just Matthew 24, but you can go into... Thessalonians there's information there ezekiel um, ezekiel thirty seven through thirty nine speaks of the of, of Gog and Magog yes you know, yes. The, and the enemy from from the north um and then you've also got and i hopefully you're not this is not the first time anybody has heard this the one world government that's in operation right mm. now yes, it's very clear based on the word of god that you know there's a a beast that arises up that's made up of several different countries and uh it's widely believed to be the this is the mark of the one world government we can clearly see this world is moving in that direction i don't know if any of you watch or really delve too deeply into the news but take it when you get a chance i'm not going to go into it here. Take a look at what the World Health Organization is doing right now with their health crisis treaty and how that affects nation sovereignty. You know, all this is going on because behind the scenes, there's a great deal of movement towards a one-world government. Yes, one-world order. One-world order. Mm-hmm. I mean all that. Is, if you want to read about that, what I was just referring to, it's in Revelation 13. It's in Daniel 7 and Dan- Daniel 2, 41 and 42. All of that is is listed there. So it's not going to say one world government. It's going to describe um, an allegory, basically a, a a beast that has multiple heads. Yes. And each head has a mm-hmm. crown. You know, and all this, that, and the other. So just, you know, look that up for yourself. Before we really get into looking closer at Matthew 24, because I think that's a good basic starting point, I want to talk about the mark of the beast. You're familiar with the mark of the beast, right, Mom? Yes. So we know that um, the Bible says that uh, in the end times that he meaning the Antichrist will call will uh, cause all both small and great, rich and poor free and bond to receive a bark a bark a mark on their right hand or uh, their forehead, and no man might buy or sell save he that has the mark or the name of the name of the beast or the number of the name. Uh, and, of course, we know that the number of the beast is 666.
1: And we know that some countries have already started.
0: I'm going to tell you something that may blow your mind a little bit and something that you may not even realize, Mom. We all have heard about the chips that have become popular in Northern Europe and is being discussed in the United Kingdom and even being discussed in the United States. It's called an RFID chip. And it goes into your hand, oddly enough. Um, and RFID stands for Radio Frequency Identification. Now, that has a a logo or a mark uh, that's synonymous with RFID. And it looks like, kind of like a, a Wi-Fi symbol, but it looks like, uh, it, may, it may look like a dot, and it'll have like, Three progressively larger, half, uh, kind of backward C's. Yeah, you know, looks like a it looks like a radio wave going out. Okay. Okay. Take a look right now at all your credit cards. I guarantee you that you probably have a bank card or a credit card right now with that symbol on it. And we're not talking about the microchip, the one that you slide in. Uh-uh. We're talking about that thing that you pass over the scanner. Yes. If you see that symbol on the scanner, you can do, and you have a card with that symbol on it, you just pass no, it over the stand. Stores around here have
1: just really started using it.
0: Exactly. That is the same thing that they're going to put in your hand. So they the device to take to handle all these transactions are is already in place
1: by
0: just scanning just it's the same exact recognition Mm -hmm. software that's on that card that the chip in that card that will be the chip in your hand yeah so Mm -hmm. just let that it has began it has began and and do not be fooled do not be oblivious don't think oh that's so convenient because the word says that you will not be able to buy or sell well Right now, we are moving towards a global, or, or the United States is moving towards an economic reset. And what's going to happen is we're going to go away from paper money to electronic money. And how is all that going to be handled? Through the little thing in your hand. <laughs> and uh, they'll also be able to track health records, you know, just like we everything that we just went through with the pandemic, vaccination. Well, here's the thing,
1: though. It's just starting in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. But when it gets where it is demanded that you have to take it, praise God, the church is going to be out of here. Mm-hmm.
0: We're not going to have to take that mark. Amen? I just saw an article this morning that said... Um, that we're going to be running out of reasons to say no to to the to the hand microchip basically saying you know be able to do all your transactions with your hand uh soon you won't have a reason to say no that's online right now that's a, there's an article that's called that
1: well when it's a thing that's demanded of us oh yeah we're not there that's yet that's a whole different story like i said the christians will not be here then
0: Yeah, it's not demanded of, yeah, but the the structure is in place. Now, you may not understand
1: what we're talking about when I say the Christians will not be here, but the Bible talks about uh, before all this happens, his church, he will come come for his church. He'll take us out of this, Mm -hmm. and we will not have to endure this, go through this.
0: Right, and uh, that's the rapture. That's
1: all the more reason you need to get your heart's.
0: Right with God, Amen. Right, and you know First Thessalonians four seventeen speaks about the about what we call the rapture. Granted, that word is not in the Bible. A lot of people would say, "Well, rapture is not in the Bible." Well, the word Bible is not in the Bible either, <laughs> <laughs> but yet um, it comes from the Greek word harpazo, and um, which also kind of correlates to another Greek Greek word where we get the name rapture from. So even though it doesn't say rapture, if you trace the language back through that, that's where they get that from. Yes. So let's, let's go a little bit more into... It's because it's kind of overwhelming. Yeah. You know? It's all throughout the Bible, and it would take us many, many podcasts. Yes. And maybe... At some point, we will have done a podcast on every aspect of the Bible that talks about in you know, the end of end times. But for today, we're just this is just getting started, and Matthew twenty four is the best place to get started. So we've talked about the wars and the rumors of wars. That's in verse six. Against
1: nations,
0: nations against nations, famine and best. pestilence. pestilence is verse 7. Verse 8 is earthquakes in various places, including like earthquakes in places you wouldn't necessarily expect them to be. Right. In. And there have been a lot more earthquakes that have been recorded now. Some people will tell you it's cuz they have better equipment. Some people tell you it's the earth's moving crust. Um, you know, Regardless, we the not the also the intensity of earthquakes has gone up. Yes, uh, so that's something to keep in mind. Verse nine, we're talking about. Uh, it says we will be handed over, prosecuted, put to death, hated because of me, me being Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, we as Christians are already. <laughs> we just talked about this not long ago. We are already disliked. Uh, There was recently someone who put out a social media post of a Christian beating a homosexual with a Bible. It's like a a cartoon or a meme, if you know what that is. There is a lot of misunderstanding and a lot of dislike for Christianity. We basically discussed this. It's because Christianity calls out sin.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: If if we're not calling it out, then it's still in the dark, and people don't have to have develop uh, any kind of. Well, it's the truth that a you know that sets you free. Exactly, Christians are persecuted mm-hmm. in some areas of the world. Always have been. They always have been, but the more you see us moving forward, the more that hatred is going to build and build and build, Especially and eventually. In these end times. Mm-hmm, And eventually, people will start. Hating Christians to a point where you'll start getting persecuted. And the Bible says at that point, a lot of people will leave the faith. But a lot of people have already left the faith because they can't bear not being popular. Mm -hmm. Christianity is not popular right now. There was a time in history that it very much was. It is not now. Yes, as many will turn away from the faith. Yes, my
1: Bible says they will actually many will stumble and fall away.
0: hmm And They're, betray one another. Yep, there will be false prophets that will deceive the people. Yes, That's in verse eleven. You know, there's already false uh, oh, false yes. prophets going on. Verse twelve: There will be increased wickedness. I don't think anybody that's listening <laughs> to this podcast right doesn't now doesn't know that that doesn't know that there's increased wickedness in it's this like earth. That
1: lady, I was talking to in the Walmart was saying, you know, mm-hmm. it is so bad out there anymore. So much evil. Mm-hmm.
0: The love of most will grow cold, mm-hmm. especially as you start to see people begin to suffer. Yes, you know, because lack of of food. Uh, if they're, you know... Oh, they're going to blame God. They're going to blame God. They're going to... And, I mean, they're going to do what they have to do to survive. Yes. And if that means killing somebody who has food to get with their stuff, then they'll do it. Yes. You know, so it's just, it's just going to get worse. Um, So just, just keep that in mind. I'm not saying be fearful by any means. You know, we have a God that is far greater than the world. I don't fear... What it may or may not be coming from the world, and there will be, and the gospel will be preached to the world to the end, basically to the end of the earth, and then the end will come. Yes. How close are we, do you think, to the gospel being preached to the end of the earth?
1: I think it's well preached to the ends of the earth. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, internet has made that possible.
0: My advice to people: number one is understand that deception is abounding. Yes. The enemy is the deceiver. That is his very nature. And he will use people in authority. He will use media. It doesn't matter to deceive. So don't trust everything that you hear. Know what the Word of God says. The people will come and claim to be the Messiah and all kinds of things like that. But if you know what the Word of God says, then you have no need to fear. That's right. And you will not be deceived. He said and uh, I think it says uh,
1: one of the verses there he who endures endures to the end will be saved so if you keep standing here's the thing you got to know how to stand right mm-hmm. you got to know what you need to do every day every day from here on you better know how to stand and what you need to be doing
0: and that brings us into an understanding of spiritual warfare yes you know, we always need spiritual for warfare, regardless of end times, because we have an enemy. The Bible says that we do not war against flesh and blood; we against powers and principalities and in high places.
1: We are not wrestling with flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents, but against the powers, against the master spirits who are the world rulers of the present darkness against the spirit forces of wickedness in the heavenly sphere. See, that's what we're warring against. That's what we're battling. It's not that I'm mad at you for what you did or anything. I have to look at what spirit has now operated in you to make you do that. Verse 13, Ephesians six thirteen. Therefore put on God's complete armor, Misty, mm-hmm. that you may be able to resist and able to stand, right? right. That you're, the ground, you're, you're ground on the evil day, right? Every day is an evil day anymore. Yes. And having done all, of, all Christ's demands to stand firmly in your place. Firmly, mm-hmm. don't even let your guard down.
0: So this is a uh, kind of a segue into what's coming, as far as this podcast is concerned. You know, we wanted to take first the opportunity to answer the question: Are we in the end times? Um, I firmly believe that we are in, <laughs> in the end times. I've believed that for quite some time. Uh, <clears throat> I think that a lot of if you do and spend any time at all researching, watching, good teaching, what are some of the pastors that you like that, preach, that are like prophetic? Uh, Jonathan Jonathan Kahn. Oh,
1: yes. John Kilpatrick.
0: John Kilpatrick. I,
1: um, oh, gosh. I, can't, I, can't,
0: think I can't think of any other ones either, but there's two. Jonathan Kahn and, and uh, Kilpatrick. Um, if you get a chance, go on YouTube or Wherever you know the online and uh and watch their videos. Uh yeah. a lot of people and of course you know the Bible says we do not know the day or the hour. But we can discern a maybe a, a period of time, yeah. you know, uh based on the way that things were unfolding in the Word of God. Um so and we can also discern a time period by another prophetic mark. Like I said, a mark on the prophetic clock. And that mark is wormwood. Mm-hmm. Now, if those of you who don't know what wormwood is, Mom, would you like to... Do you remember where, what, what the Bible says about, about wormwood? Well, go ahead, Misty, tell it. <laughs> uh, wormwood is part of Revelation. I don't have the exact yeah. scripture here with me. But it's part of Revelation, and it's supposed to be something that strikes the earth. And thing is desh- an asteroid and affects it yeah. basically it says it poisons or taints a third of the world's water supply and it causes countless death Well there is an asteroid that is due to they say miss slightly miss the earth in the year 2029 and for the longest time it was Called wormwood. Recently, I think because they realized that the Bible actually prophesied such a thing, they changed it to another name. I think it's Apothos or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's a Greek, um, god name, something in that in that area. And I don't have the description with me. I know when at some point in the future podcast I'll go into it more. But so we know that. Twenty twenty nine. There is an asteroid that comes dangerously close to the Earth, named Wormwood. Mm -hmm. The Bible describes Mm -hmm. such such a thing very close to the end of the tribulation, when not long before Christ's return. And the tribulation
1: is a seven year period Mm -hmm. where uh, there's not (laughs) it's not going to be
0: a good time. Now we're talking about the part of the tribulation that's after. The three and a half years, Yeah. the part where you've got the Antichrist and the false prophet, yes. um, and we're not gonna—if you don't know who they are, we'll get—that will be a discussion for another topic. But it will be a very, very terrible time to be alive yes. on Earth, and and bless God, and, and not know God. The church will Shh. not be there to see mm. it, but those okay. who did not, who chose not to. Believe in God and pursue a relationship with God, will experience it. Yes, unfortunately. And but if we believe, if we can stretch our the realm of possibility to believe this thing could, is potentially the wormwood of the Bible, then you can backtrack that and figure out a seven, the roughly a seven year tribulation. Yes, a lot of people that I, a lot of Bible prophets have said 2030 is the year of Jesus' second coming. Again, nobody knows for sure. Mm -mm. Uh, If that's the case, then that puts the beginning of the tribulation tribulation in 2023. Uh, So I'm just... And that wouldn't
1: surprise me, Misty, because of all that's going on right now.
0: Right. So don't be, you know, we're supposed to be ready for Christ. Mm -hmm. Are you ready right now? if if Jesus came right now are you confident that he would take you because if you're not confident then you need to get right with God amen amen so moving forward uh we're going to be talking about spiritual warfare because it will be it was always extremely important to to experience victory but now it's even more important because we are in is dangerous in times. Yeah. So we're next in a week. battle
1: for what we believe, and, and mm-hmm. that's <laughs> that Jesus is Lord, and and you've got to get yourself right with Him. If you don't know Him, you need need now make all efforts to find somebody to lead you
0: to the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, but we're going to be talking about uh, we're going to be doing a three part <clears throat> series on spiritual warfare. So that by the time you finish those three parts, you will be ready for battle. But in the meantime, you're out there. I'm going to suggest
1: to you that you keep yourself covered under the blood of Jesus every day. You get up, you cover yourself, your family, your children, all the household. Even your pets and animals, your houses, whatever you're dwelling in. covered all under the blood of the lamb. Amen? Mm-hmm. And then there's the armor. Put on the armor and we're going to be discussing that. But there's an armor and you can read about it in Ephesians 6 verses 11 through 18 in the meantime and we'll discuss that maybe yeah. in the next podcast about putting that armor on in peace.
0: By all means if you can if you can read that if you plan on going on this journey with us through the study of spiritual yes. warfare Consider that a little bit of homework. Yes. Get yourself in, uh, into the Word and, and read those scriptures in Ephesians, so that you can come to the table next week with a little bit of not with a little bit of knowledge. Yes. Yes. And then after that, the following weeks, we're going to be talking about spirits. Mm-hmm. So buckle your seatbelt for that conversation. <laughs> and then we're going to be talking about how you take that knowledge, the armor. The knowledge of the enemy's army and how you do battle. Yes. How you war. And that's through prayer. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Well, we just thank you for those of you who are listening to us at the very end of this, all the way to the end. uh, If you're listening to us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, we are now on YouTube, if that makes it easier for you. So look for the YouTube link in the description below. Um, The I Want to Know uh, uh, podcast is a subsidiary of the Father's House Church. And uh, we invite you, if you do not have a church, and uh, you can't find anything in your local area, by all means, if if you have a local church, we encourage you to use that. But if you don't have a local church... You can become a virtual member of the Father's House Church. Go to our website. It's, it's in the area in the description below. And uh, you can find all the information on there. Eventually, we're hoping to have our pastor sermons on there. And, uh, and if you feel like the Lord is leading you uh, to tithe or, or to give a, um, an offering to the church, you can do that there as well. We're not pressuring you to do that. These podcasts will always be 100% free. Because our goal here is not about money. It's about, or views, or subscribers. It's about reaching people. Yes. And getting deliverance and spreading the love of God in in this world right now.
1: Well, freely he has
0: given us this knowledge. Now it's worth to freely give it. Exactly. And we're freely giving it to you. Um, like I said, we will never expect anything, any kind of, any kind of payment for that. That it'll always be free. Alrighty, Well, praise God. We wish you the most wonderful week, uh, full of peace, yes. joy, and victory. <laughs> Hallelujah. And we will see you next week. Goodbye, Pastor Glenda. Goodbye, Misty. <laughs> see you later, guys.